Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 51. I'm your host, Braden Charisma, and joining me today is Zoe Oliver. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. So Zoe uh, owns her own hairstyling business, and she's been, you know, styling hair for over 10 years now, which is... Just under. Just under, sorry. Yeah, that's Which is super exciting. So you've, I mean, you've seen it all. Pretty much, Right? So that's exciting. So, like, how did you get into hairstyling? Like, what, what drove you to it? Um... It's weird, like, people have asked me that before. I think the first time I remembered thinking about hair, I was literally three. And I had this doll with, like, really awesome hair, and I could braid it and do all this stuff. And my mom, I hate to say it, like, sucked at hair. Okay. And I just wanted my hair, like, I don't know, it was the 90s, like, spiraled breaths everywhere. My mom could not do any of it. No? Yeah, it just started out like that. And then throughout school, I was always just, like, the girl that was really good at hair. Okay. And then, um... Yeah, I went to hair school when I was 18, so I went right after high school. Yeah, just like, as soon as you could. Yeah, as soon thing. as I could, um, almost to get it out of the way, because I don't really love I mean, school. Yeah, I mean, like, and then, you know, it's, it's you get it done, you're you're over with it sooner, and at least you can enjoy, you're, you're doing what you want to do, and then you also can just relax. Yeah, totally, yeah, it felt good, because, like... <clears throat> I had my son at a young age too. Yeah. So when I went back to work, I was actually really thankful that I had a career and I didn't have to go to school or I didn't have to work at McDonald's. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I was glad I could have like a career without. Yeah, you don't have to put like there was not that weight or stress mm-hmm. afterwards, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah, totally. Okay, and so then like, um, how did you find school? Like, is is just like a like a six or ten month program type it's thing? A ten month program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just went to the IU. Okay. Um, I, I don't even know why I was young, but I actually got accepted into Blanche McDonald, but, um, I was such a homebody that I was like, oh, well, if I go there, I won't see any of my friends. So I decided to go to the <laughs> and now, and my parents were like, you're going to regret that when you're older. And now that I'm older, um, yeah, I definitely am like, oh, I wish I had, I've just gone to my dream school, but the IU is good and I am where I am. So that's. I mean, you're very successful, so I mean, you can't complain, right? Aw, thank you. That's nice. Uh, So that's exciting. Um, How was, like, when you started styling people's hair and, like, dyeing it, was it, were you nervous at first? Um, I was actually pretty surprised because in hair school, I wasn't actually very good at it. Okay. Like, I thought I would just be so good, but I wasn't. Like, it was not natural for me. Like, I remember when I first started foiling. Yeah. um, When I grabbed a foil comb and took a weave the scalp actually moves and I was just not expecting that everything felt so foreign to me and when I was in hairdressing school um my hairdressing teacher actually said that I would probably never have a career out of really color yeah that I'd probably just be like a stylist or an assistant but um yeah it all turned around and now I only do color so oh, that's exciting it's funny that um, that's <laughs> what she said but yeah no I definitely wasn't as good as it good at it as I thought it would be yeah. at all. <laughs> I mean, it's all about that practice, right? Yeah, definitely practice um, and confidence. And it's hard when you're in school because it's not like when you get out of school, you're just going to be really successful and have a whole bunch of clientele. So yeah. I think um, I'm the type of personality where I don't really like to do things if I'm not really good at it. So I was Makes really sense. discouraged and I just thought I'd be so good at it. But yeah, over time, it, it does get easier. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, how did you find, like, building, like, your clientele? Um, so before I had my son, I didn't <clears throat> really try too hard at it, which 
Um, I was younger and it was just exciting to have a job that paid more than like my other friends. Totally, um, right? Yeah, but I didn't take it too seriously. Um, once I had my son, I had no clientele at all. Okay. Um, I was living in Port Alberni and then I decided to come to Nanaimo because I actually got my hair done at a salon where both my friends worked at. Okay. And then they got me a job there. So that was really exciting, and um, the salon was great because it was really busy, and the owner was understanding of like mistakes and practice, and she yeah. didn't expect too much from me, but and she was <clears throat> can't think of the word. Um, yeah, she was complimentary. She's always like, "Oh, you're doing great." Um, so it was good. I got a lot of practice out of that salon, so That's that perfect. was great. That yeah, was, sounds like your boss was very like. You really kept morale up and was just like, you know what, people make mistakes, it's okay, like, yeah, definitely. don't, she, like, stress yeah, about it. She for sure did, yeah. She'd always be like, oh my god, stop beating yourself up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so within the first year, I worked, like, super hard. I would have Hudson at the salon, and he was not even a year old, and I worked at Terminal Park, and all the girls would take turns walking Hudson around oh, yeah. Terminal Park. Yeah, and I worked a lot of hours. I had really insanely cheap prices so I got a lot of like I would do a full head of highlights for like $60 so I got a lot of clientele from that and then within a year I had like a solidly booked clientele really yeah and then by two years I left that salon to be self-employed okay yeah and then when I went to the salon that I'm at or was at um I just wanted to see if I could be self-employed before I went and did my own thing or got my own space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, like, do you find, like, you know, as hair, I guess, kind of changes, do you find, like, it's a challenge to learn, like, the new trends or anything like that? Um, I don't think so, but I think it's really important to stay on top of your education. Totally. I think there's been a few times where I've been like, oh yeah, I know, like I can do it. Like I know how to do everything. And then I start seeing other stylists work from like Nanaimo, Victoria, all over. And it's just so different and good. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, there's definitely something that, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, I take classes with a girl from Victoria and just from taking her classes and it's actually on Instagram, which is cool. Oh, um, cool. I've learned so much, but yeah, I think if you stay on top of your education, nothing's too crazy, but, um, I think if you just are comfortable in the fact that you're good, you'll definitely start getting behind and yeah. Yeah, like because you'll just like kind of stay on high on that confidence train and you'll just be like, yeah, I don't have to worry about it. And yeah. then this new, someone will be like, oh, I want to do this. And then you're like, wait, what? Yeah, definitely. And actually that has happened a few times, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you yeah, just six, try and hope for the best type yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of the times with hairdressing, it is just like, I don't want to say trial and error, but it is like flexible to be creative. So there isn't necessarily one way to do something. So it's not actually the worst idea if you don't know how to do something and you try it out. But I mean, it's good. It's better to take education. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So then like, aside from like uh, taking those classes, how else do you stay, like stay up to date type thing? Um, I follow a lot of hair accounts okay. and um, yeah, I just like to see what other people are doing. Um, my clients, I have a lot of younger clients, which is awesome, and they're always, like, telling me what's, True. what's new and stuff. Like, yeah. I really like a really icy, like, cool blonde. Okay. I've had a lot of my younger clients be like, oh, yeah, like, honey blonde and, like, baby blonde um, and showy stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that was trending right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally, right? Yeah. And then you're just like, all right, so then you kind of just adapt and go mm -hmm. with it. 
Okay. Yeah. So then what, uh, has there ever been any like trends or anything that like, really caught you off guard? I don't think so because everything has matched the time frame. But looking okay. back, there's definitely been like hair that I'm like, how was that popular? Like Totally, right? When I first became a hairdresser, it was like, now everything's really blended and like, pretty before it was like peekaboos and like chunks and like leopard print and like, <laughs> I remember I went to a class on how to like tie-dye and leopard print hair really yeah and now I'm thinking back it's like no one would ever do that now if no no because like why would you want to tie-dye your hair yeah totally <laughs> or like when girls would have like white on top and black underneath oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's like not a thing it's kind of, it, it seems like a Sia thing you know like, <laughs> yeah 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 totally yeah so things like that I, nothing's ever really shocked me um, it all makes sense at the time, but looking back, there are some things so I'm like, wow, that's, um, that wasn't nice. It's kind of <laughs> like looking back when you're younger and you're like, I wore that or like, you know, like, why was my hair like that? And yeah, then, totally. But it, it wasn't weird at the time. Yeah. It's just like looking at it now. Yeah. You're just like, that was a weird choice, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, if you don't mind, what was like your biggest mistake, I guess, making as like, like what was like your, I guess, more bare mess up? Um... Oh, actually. Okay, so one time, oh, this one was crazy, and it was so stupid and so simple, and it was actually recently. Okay. Um, it was with my friend Kaylee, uh, who I work with, and she does lashes, and she's going from, she had black and red hair, and we're making her blonde. Okay. So she's now blonde, and one time I did her hair at my house, um, I was really tired, and just wasn't really thinking clearly, and her hair was like bright fluorescent like yellow and orange from bleaching it okay and so i was like oh i'm gonna add blue to my color to tone it down even more okay but then her hair was quickly turning like silver and i'm like okay yeah that's nice and then i'm just like going around my kitchen doing whatever and i look over at her hair and it's like teal like turquoise really kylie jenner blue like when she had that (laughs) hair and i was just like okay let's go to the sink and she's like okay and then I'm like scrubbing and scrubbing and then she's like what's going on I was like nothing I'm just giving it like a really good rinse and she's like okay and then I'm going on and on and I'm like and it was summertime and um I'm just looking at I'm like okay so your hair's blue and she's like oh okay like what kind of blue and I'm like not a nice one (laughs) yeah and then she looked in the mirror and she's like no, this has to go. I'm like, I yeah, know. yeah. And then I took a picture of it, and um, I sent it to my friend, and he's like, "That looks like Tent City." I'm like, "Oh, oh my no. god, <laughs> yeah." So um, that was really stupid and simple because blue and yellow make green. Yeah. This. So, and then I could not figure out why it happened, and I was just like, because I've used the product before. Yeah. But not with yellow, with green, like orange okay. kind of hair. But yeah. this was like fluorescent yellow. So I think the vibrancy of the yellow made like a really strong teal turquoise. Okay. It was a really nice color, but she was supposed to be blonde. Yeah. And it was it's a little, a little off. Yeah. It was insane. Um, yeah. And then I just thought about it once I wasn't as tired. Like the next day, I was just like, yeah, blue and yellow yeah. and green. <laughs> that makes total sense. Nothing wrong happened. I just wasn't thinking. Yeah. Yeah, but that was that was probably the biggest thing. <laughs> okay, do you find it like hard to like bl- like to mix colors or anything like that? Like, did like if they like want something specific? Um, 
I sometimes think, think warm colors challenge me just because most of the colors that I do are like pearl or violet or very icy, whereas okay. warm colors I don't do as often. So whenever someone asks me for a warm color, it makes my, like, I have to think a little bit more about yeah. it. Whereas if someone's like, I want to be white, I'm like, okay, awesome. Done. Yeah. yeah. But um, if someone asks me for like honey or anything like that, I'm like, okay. Like, right. you know, they break yeah, it down like, and you're just yeah, like, I'm like okay, thinking okay. the whole time I'm foiling of like, okay, like I could mix this and this and I don't know. And now I don't really have an eye for it as much. So as soon as it starts oxidizing and like changing color, I'm like, oh my God, this is bright yellow and I want to take it off. But it always turns out fine. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's always like, you always get like so nervous because you're like, you see the one thing and then you're just like, I really hope this doesn't turn out for the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, especially with toning. A lot of time, like, um, when it's oxidizing, it can be, like, purple or pink, and it's very nerve-wracking, but totally. it always washes out, like, blonde or whatever. Oh, perfect. Like, that would be, like, so, like, especially if, like, you're sitting there and you can see the hair going purple, it'd be, like, oh, yeah. be, like that is not near anything that I yeah. wanted. Yeah, purple doesn't scare me as much, okay. but, like, some colors oxidize orange and yellow and I'm like just staring at them like please don't please don't <laughs> yeah, literally yeah. Mm-hmm. okay uh so like what's been like you, so you, you you mostly just kind of do colors in the hair yeah and most I basically just do colors okay I'd say 90% 90%. 95 yeah. so like how did you kind of choose to just start, how did you kind of uh want to specify in that niche um because when I first started out at the salon I was working at in terminal it was basically just color and she had a whole bunch of color deals for me okay so it was just what i was doing all the time and then the second salon that i was working in um i had very limited hours there um so it was very constricting so eventually i just didn't have enough time to okay. cut hair um so then i'm more more so just focused on color and now with cuts i don't have as much of a passion for it as i do with coloring okay so i mean yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. just, I don't spend as much time doing it anymore. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Zoe, this is the part of the show called the motivational moment. Okay. So how would you describe your passion in five words or less? Mm-hmm. Driven. Motivated. Um, creative. Uh, and inspired. Okay. So then why did you choose those ones? Um, motivated because I'm always motivated like my career motivates me um, to always keep pushing forward and get getting to that next level um, determined because I am very determined to get to the next level um, inspired because I'm always inspired by clients by Instagram okay. by things around me um, and creative just the same sort of thing just because it's always changing and I'm never stuck in a box hair is always changing totally right yeah okay well, thank you um so like have you ever had a client say just do whatever yeah so like then how do you kind of base that um well I have one client crystal and she's really awesome I've been doing her hair for a few years and she is kind of, she's like strawberry blonde and we used to do just kind of trending things like really icy and silver tones and then she's just like you know what you can just do whatever you want so now we'll um we'll do warmer tones like strawberry okay. blondes and goldens and it's really nice because it takes me out of my box to actually try something different because every time i do her hair it's something different totally. every time so i really like doing her hair just because 
it keeps me on my toes. I'm always doing something different with her, and she always likes it, which is really perfect. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so then you, so you left your last salon to start like your own business. Mm-hmm. So how how exciting and slash like nervous was that? Um. Yeah, I was really nervous. Um, I struggle with anxiety, so. Okay. Um. I don't know. I had a lot of self-doubt. I was worried because at the time when I was looking for a new space, I didn't see any commercial spaces that I loved. Um, So I now rent um, a basement suite that is plumbed and converted into a salon. Then I've set it up myself. And I was just really worried that if I went into a house, people would be like, oh, well, where's your career going? Why like, why are you in your house? Like, right. Why don't you have a salon? Um, but it actually was a lot different than what I expected. I got like an enormous, huge amount of support, like so many messages I couldn't even keep up with. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it was so great. I, and everyone was just like, oh my God, like congratulations. Like you you basically just started like working in Nanaimo and you're doing this. So I, I guess I didn't really see it like that, but it, it was really exciting. Um, and nerve-wracking at the same time and now I'm just excited for the next step um I love working in this space so far but I'm excited to one day have a commercial space totally right where it's mm-hmm. like you know you're driving down the road and you can see it you know yeah totally mm-hmm. how did you know it was the right time oh <laughs> um I just knew it was the right time because I wanted more out of my career okay um I wanted to work more I wanted to offer my clients more the last salon that I was working in was very beautiful um but I just wanted more of a box to work out of right instead of being in a box totally if that makes sense yeah yeah all right um and like so have you like adjusted your prices over the years type thing or yeah yeah yeah, for sure like when I first started I guess it was four years ago um, at the other salon that I was at. Like I said, my highlights were $60. Um, my kids' cuts were like 7 Okay. Um, yeah, so it was crazy. Um, and then, yeah, slowly over the years, I think I raised them last year. Um, but I'm good right now where I'm at. Um, once I further my education even more, yeah. then I'll raise them again. Makes sense. Um, but right now, I think... It works for me and it works for my clients, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. So then, uh, from like from the when we talked, you seemed like you're like booked constantly. Like it's like always go go go, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like um, again, sometimes I'll self doubt and be like, oh my god, I'm not booking up. And then I look at my schedule to book someone in, and it's just solidly booked. I'm like, like oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, people are still booking. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I I'm really booked. Um. It's the one thing, though, is sometimes I can be a bit of a workaholic. Like, I'll work, like, 12 hours. Um, and I really like it. But then sometimes it gets overwhelming because it's like Hudson has literally grown up in a salon. He washes the bowls. He sweeps up after. <laughs> so it's like he's so used to it. And sometimes it's, like, 9 o'clock and he's like, can we go home? I'm like, we should. We, should, we really yeah. should. Like, I don't know why I'm working this late. So going forward, um, come September when he goes to school, I need to be working, like, nine to six or like like you know like more normal. like yeah. yeah yeah i can't be home at like even seven anymore that's too late just, yeah just yeah. Like, i mean like that way you can like you know make dinner kind of wind down and like you know totally like yeah by the time take we a eat dinner a lot of time it's like eight o'clock i'm like yeah that's not normal like he's not gonna be able to have friends over and have dinner at eight o'clock when that's most kids bedtime yeah so, totally right yeah, gotta get the 
the work the balance yeah totally even, i mean yeah. but i mean that's like the that's just what it is like when you're starting like a more of a new business yeah, right so yeah. you definitely spend more time you know making sure like you're you, you hit the ground running instead of stumbling right but yeah totally yeah like i said at the first salon i was at i was working tons of hours and then the second salon i was at um it was a part-time rental okay so i finished work every day at like three. Oh, okay um which was awesome um but now it's like I definitely want to work later, but it's hard because then I'm overdoing it. And yeah, working yeah. like ten to ten and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens, right? Yeah, every it as long as it's happens. every once in a while. Yeah, right? it's not every day. It's yeah, not every day. So then, like, how often do your clients come and revisit you? Um, it really depends on what you're getting. If you are getting your roots done and you're blonde, it's every five weeks. Um, if you're getting highlights and you want them to stay on top and fresh like all the time, it's eight weeks. Okay. Um, or maybe twelve, and then something balayage and more low maintenance could be three, three to six months. I even have a client who comes in once a year. Oh yeah. So okay. Some things are um, lower maintenance, but I find most of my clients come like every two to four months. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, like, sure. and like, how many clients are you up to now? If you have like a general a ballpark number, I guess. Um. I actually just wrote all my clients down when I was moving from the other uh, salon to this one. And I think I have like all just under 150. That's awesome. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, not all of them are color. No. But I do have a lot of men's cuts and like I have a few um, ladies that will come in for cuts. Okay. Yeah, I, I really didn't realize how many I had. Yeah, and then it just like it, it kind of dawns on you, right? And you're like, yeah. holy crap. Like, yeah. I have a lot of clients that are from out of town too, so I won't see them as much. I might see them once or twice in a year. Okay. So they're not like a regular client, but I'll still see them. Like yeah. I have a client from Vancouver, which is just so crazy. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And she'll uh, come down like a few, twice a year. And then I have clients from Tofino. Okay. All over the place, so. That's well, awesome. Those guys I don't see as much, so. But I mean, it's gotta feel good though that they're making like special trips to be like, I need my hair done, like this yeah, is this is my gal, like. Uh, it's crazy, especially the Vancouver and the Victoria clients. It's like totally. there are definitely really good hairdressers where you are. Like so you, so you don't you can save the gas, but I mean, if they want to take the time, I mean, why not, yeah, right? It's, yeah, that's nice. It's yeah, it's flattering. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's like the most rewarding thing about owning your own like salon business? Um, to know that I did it by myself okay. with a million and one odds against me. Um, I, a few people have asked me like, did you imagine that you would be here? Um, and I definitely didn't think so. So it feels really rewarding to have done this by myself and totally. I can't wait for the next step. Um, yeah. So what, what are the next steps for you? Is it just like get that commercial space and then what's after that yeah um definitely commercial space um i also really like i'm always really inspired by um her name is kate and she owns fresh salon okay and um she used to be my neighbor actually and she is just so like fresh (laughs) and like um she's awesome she has got in like clips and like little hair stuff and she's branding her salon and she's just so good at it okay and that's really inspiring to see because she's on her own too she's just her and her salon and she's home-based as well oh sweet but her salon just looks like 
like a real like commercial salon. Like right. it's really nice. Like okay. she, yeah, yeah, she's uplifting and um, she does a lot of education, local education. She um, did a one-on-one class with me, and oh, I find sweet. her. Yeah, I find her really inspiring. So totally not to copy, but she definitely. But like take you know take yeah, the good she, things mm-hmm, right that you yeah. like that you find like you know I could incorporate this mm-hmm. or like, stuff like that. Totally, yeah, she's really inspiring. That's gotta be nice to get like that one-on-one class. I mean, you, that way you're able to you know really get kind of focused on like you know if you have any questions or anything like that yeah totally it was really nice of her and she did it on a day off which was really oh, nice. nice yeah it was super sweet of her yeah and i'm a really visual learner so i just brought in a model and then i was like can you do this and she's <laughs> like yep yeah. and does it so fast too and I, i'm like i'm a longer foiler like i will foil for a really long time totally she does like half of the work but the work looks the same so that's great she really is good with time management so okay. it was nice to see that because I saw the technique and then she did it like seriously so fast and I'm like I don't know how you did that but <laughs> but yeah. like yeah I bet you did so it's good okay that's cool mm-hmm. so then uh I guess are you open like seven days a week then um, no, uh, right now I am working four. Okay. Because when I originally started at the last salon, I had transferred my son into a preschool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's cool. Oh my God, this looks so good. Is that a bow in my hair? Oh my God, love it. Um, yeah. When I had transferred him into this preschool daycare type thing, um, they only had four days a week available, so that's all I could work. And Makes so sense. Now, um, now that's still all they have. So I just so I still just work with four with days it. a week. Yeah. Yeah. Mommy, um, how do I draw you? How do you draw me? Just do whatever how, you think. How, it. how how do I draw your your pants? Wait, oh. I want to draw your dress. Okay. Yeah. Draw me your dress. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so once he's in school, I'll probably work Monday to Friday, but right now I work Monday to Thursday. Okay. So, yeah, you'll be going to Monday to Friday? Yeah, I'll do Monday to Friday. Um, Right now I'm Monday... (laughs) 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 Yeah, that one. Um, I'm Monday to Thursday and every other Saturday, but lately um, I'll take Fridays, like I did client today. I'll take my clients who are familiar with Hudson so okay. that he can be in the salon and I'll do their hair. Yeah. Um but he can be full of questions and kind of distracted <laughs> at times. So um I did my one client's hair, um her name's Heavenly and she um she knows Hudson but not too well but she didn't mind that he was there. Right. And he was so close to her. Like and he just loved everything about her like her toe like her toenail polish, like how long her hair was. He was like picking it up and smelling it. I was like, "Oh my god, this looks so good." I'm like, Hudson, personal space. Please back up. And then he's like so close to her and I was like, "Can I touch you right now?" And then she's like, not right now. Not right, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <Maybe later. laughs> so I don't bring him in the salon unless it's yeah. like a friend. So I'll work some Fridays, but right now okay. it's Monday to Thursday. That's not bad though. Mm, I yeah. mean, it's it's good. it seems like you're still getting your 40 hours, which is like yeah, definitely easily. Like yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like, at least it'll be nice because like to aim for that like nine to six, it would be a lot easier when you have that fifth day. 
so like you can definitely totally. like you know, schedule people a little easier and yeah i'm finding it a lot easier now that i have more space to do so it was really difficult to book people from nine to three yeah um but yeah it's um even if I, yeah, 10 to 6, even, or 9 to 6, even 9 to 5 would be great. Totally, um, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's getting good. Um, um, your glasses blue, too. Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. He's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a character. Yeah, so that's cool. I mean... That's cool that he's getting like kind of like that experience though, like the, your uh, Hudson is. I mean, he's like getting in like a more business environment. He kind of <laughs> sees it, you know. He sees you know mom hard at work and. Yeah, people say that, so I'm hoping he'll he'll work hard, um, like I do. Um, it's good too because he is like the best cleaner ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He's just like all yeah, because ever since he could, I think maybe like two, he. Like, I'd make him do the laundry what at the salon, yeah. sweep everything what, up. What do you want your um, hair to be like? Just brown. Okay, brown. Oh, yeah, just brown. Um, like this brown? Shh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's always been doing the laundry, and so at home, he just does the same stuff. Like, oh, it's perfect. so crazy. He's such a cleaner. Like, when he cleans his room, he'll sweep it, mop it, like, really? make the bed. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. You're going to make some girl so happy one day. <laughs> like, Literally. he's good, yeah. It's, it sounds like my one roommate, Jack, who he, uh, <laughs> he's very, like, OCD, so, mm-hmm. like, you know, if I leave my dishes out a little too long, he'll just be like, can you please just, like, wash your dishes? And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, he's, but he's just like, you don't think about it, but he does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I mean, like, it's good because, I mean, if he doesn't, nobody will. And then the yeah. house could just look like a disaster all the time. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's great. No, I, I, it's always good to have that, like... One person. That too. one person, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, if I ever leave things too long, he's always like, can we please clean the house? <laughs> like, right, yeah, yeah. Right, that's yeah. a thing, yeah. Yeah, that's what we do, yeah. <laughs> that's good, though. Mm-hmm. Well, Zoe, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Where can the people find you? Um, Instagram, Hair by Zoe Oliver. Um, I'm on Timberview. It's um, off Jingle Pop. Okay, perfect. Yeah. But Instagram is where I'm at. Instagram. And can they, like, message you for appointments and stuff like that? Yes, for sure. Perfect. Yeah. Definitely do that. I mean, if you check out the Instagram profile yourself, you'll definitely see all the awesome (laughs) stuff she does. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, you can find me at Just Prisma on anything. Make sure to check out the vlogs. Uh, if you like what you saw today, hit that subscribe button. Check out the other videos. And uh, thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next time.